Christmas! Woohoo, everybody! These kids love the hippo costume. How you guys doing? How awesome were they? Come on! These kids are unbelievable. All right, you guys can head off. And my son's pulling on the tail. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Okay, <laughs> they're getting hugs now. Hippo hugs. 
Okay, okay, okay. Hippo hugs, hippo hugs. Thanks, guys. This is the, like, loviest bunch of kids I've ever met in my life. You are adorable, man. Oh, holy smokes. Can't handle it. Hey, well, welcome. My name's Hungry Hungry. <laughs> Terrible joke. Thanks, man. Hey, no, my name is Josh. I don't normally dress like this. Pretty form-fitting, though. Thanks. Um, we are glad that you're here today with us. If you're brand new, welcome. We are glad that you're here to experience our Kaleo Kids program. These kids are amazing. And if you're brand new with us, we have a, a thing in our lobby called Starting Points. So all, right, some... all, right, all right, all right, that's enough. You they can't, can't take you me can't serious, do can this. they? I'm trying. You can't do this. You got the little tail back there? I got the tail. That's pretty. That's Please pretty. don't touch this for my wife. This only. is not hungry. What would you call yourself? Hungry, hungry. Hungry, hungry. Hungry, hungry. hungry. The game. This, is, this is Josh Korn. You know Josh Korn? <laughs> this is our own Josh Korn. Give it up for Josh Korn. They love so, it. They love it. All right. All right, so anyways, I got, I got to ask Dave one question because the kids asked for a hippo for Christmas. Dave, what do you want for Christmas? What do you think I want? I want a Lions playoff victory. The first one in 25 years. That's what I want. And I want the Silverdome to actually go down. What do you think? Yeah, did you guys hear about that? <laughs> that's pretty crazy. They tried to blow it up today. All the charges went off, and it didn't go down. Uh, that's what I meant, Josh, when I said. They didn't know that. <laughs> I was trying to explain it to them. What do you them. want for Christmas? Jeez, I want a new pastor of our church. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So do I. All right, what else? Um, I don't know. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> Whatever. It's a lot of fun. Hey, we do have our Christmas services coming up, though, and I, I would love for you to explain to everybody yeah, here, what it's about. Here's the thing about Christmas, and many of you know this. We do, what, how many are we doing? 48 services. 48. 10 services here at Orion on the Christmas couple days, and it's always a really cool theme. This year's theme, a little different. In fact, we've got invites for you uh, that you can grab on the way out, and it says December 25th, just another day. So we're taking a little different angle that this little promo video will give you an idea that we're sort of coming at Christmas a little differently this year. Watch, watch this. See you later, Hippo. He said it's in the town of David. It shouldn't be much further. We need to keep following the star. It appears to have stopped over in that direction. Come this way. It'll be very quiet. Mary's very tired. I hope you're hungry. The chili's been cooking all day. Did you bring the spices? I bring red pepper flakes, cayenne pepper, and cumin. We come bearing the gift of unleavened cornbread. Yes. Oh, yeah. so, so did ready. you put beans in it this time? I did. Okay. Oh, well. We're gonna have to we'll send you out. Miles. You, can, you can leave. Anybody have some? <laughs> All right, so here's where that's going. You're like, what in the world does that mean? I actually read a book, I think five years ago, by a guy named John Orberg. It said, who is this man? And the entire book is a study of all the things that exist today because of Jesus. From health care to the way we treat women to you name it. All because of the birth of Jesus. And without that, so much of what we love and experience in life wouldn't even be here. So we're going to take that angle. It's really, trust me on this, it's going to be a powerful, powerful weekend that you don't want to miss. And you don't want to come alone. So invite somebody to Christmas. And these are the invites. You can grab them on your way out. I've got a whole bunch in my back pocket that I'm going to give out to my neighbors and friends and family to invite them to come because God shows up and great things are going to happen for you and your friends uh, this Christmas. Another great thing coming up real soon. It's uh, this Wednesday, 
right here, which is a great invite to bring some of your friends that maybe don't know about Kensington or you've invited them to a weekend and never, never come. This Wednesday night, we have our, our normal uh, Orion midweek service, but this week's going to be a little different because we're bringing in Detroit Lions players from um, my Bible study. Ann and I, as the team chaplain, lead a Bible study for the team every week. My son Cody and his wife Jenna have joined us this year. In fact, Cody's with the team right now in Baltimore being the chaplain as I'm here with you, and uh, they're all going to be here. And so we've got Golden Tate and Don Carey and Travis Swanson and their wives coming and some other players. We're going to fill up the stage and interview them. It's a great, great night, uh, especially for you to invite a friend. So again, that's uh, this Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. I would say get here early. Every year it's absolutely overpacked because you guys know you're going to be listening to the future Super Bowl champion, guys. All we need is five wins in a row. How hard is that, right? And we might get into the playoffs. So anyway, that's uh, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, and you don't want to miss it. Okay, so as you, as you have already noticed, today's a little different and a special day because we've got Kaleo Kids uh, performing all morning today, and it's going to be a great day. And here's the thing. If you're a person that's like, I'm not really a kid guy or kid person, I'm going to leave. Don't leave. Trust me on this. Trust me on this. We just did our first service. We got two more to do today and then one tonight. Um, you're going to learn something from these kids, and I'm going to come up after and teach for 10 minutes, and it's powerful truths that they're going to, that they're going to uh, communicate this, this day. So go ahead, stand up, give, give a high five to somebody. Please scoot more toward the middle, and then we'll keep going. Joy and what surprise when I open up my eyes to see a hippo hero standing there. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. No crocodiles, no rhinoceroses. I only like hippopotamuses, and hippopotamuses like me too. Santa. I can't decide what I want for Christmas this year. I know I still have a few weeks, but I want to tell you in time so you can get the best deal. Mom says coupons are limited this year. I don't know what that means, but it seems important. Anyways, hope if you can. Thanks, Santa. Love, Maddie. I think you forgot the stamp and to look better on the other side. Yeah, you know, count the lamp nicely on the other side. Right, so we need to pick you the perfect present. Uh, how? Kid, he's Santa. I mean, this is the least fantastic of his talents. He knows if you're naughty, if you're nice. He'll definitely know if you write him a letter. Right, well, I guess that makes sense. So a present. I just have a couple of questions to get started. First, in three words or less, tell me your current life goal. Uh, Skip that question. Second, what is the most important quality in a friend? Well, third, tell me your current... Third, how would you describe snow to an alien? What? <sighs> Listen, bud. It's buddy. Really? Yeah, buddy the elf. Why? 
Right, well, can't you just suggest a couple of good toys or something? A couple of toys? Kid, I'm 736 years old. I've been the lead up of the emergency suggestion department for 428 of those. Do you have any idea how many good toys I've made over the years? I don't know. More than that. Come on, elves, let's show this kid a thing or two.
be honest, parents, I had to Google a lot of the things that we just sang about. Me too. Simon, my buddy, my friend. After seeing the stuff that you guys used to love, I just gotta say, you guys are weird. I mean, Teddy Ruxpin, that thing is creepy. But it is selling for $100 on eBay, so I hope you saved yours. But come on. That toy is lame. No offense. Yeah, but it's not like our kids won't be saying the same thing about us someday. I mean, they're just friends. Uh, yeah. But you know that feeling you get exactly what you wanted on Christmas morning? I'll never forget the moment I saw the Hulk, my Marvel hero action figure. I jumped for joy, you guys. Literally, jumped. That was a Christmas, I was six. I think that was the happiest I ever felt. Oh, but the next year when I was seven, I got my very first brand new, not a hand-me-down bike. It was this bright yellow two-wheeler with a belt and no training wheels, uh-uh. I rode it all summer. Yeah, one year, I got a guitar. Another year, I got an iPhone 4. Last year, I got a puppy, a real live puppy. These gifts make us so happy, don't they? Yeah. Well, until they don't. Here's the thing. We all know about Christmas presents, even kids like us. They're wonderful for a while, 
but they break. We get bored. We lose them. Or we find something new and we move on. Something else makes us happy. And then something else. And then something else. And we just keep looking for something to give us that, that feeling. What we're really hoping for is something that lasts a little longer than happiness. From a toy or even a dog. And don't get me wrong. I love my dog. Even though he chewed up my favorite shoe. That yellow bike, they gave it to my cousin. And I don't even know if she ever rode it. And the Hulk, I begged for years. But now guess where he is? Where? He's high on a shelf in my closet. These toys do bring us happiness, but it doesn't last very long. What we're really hoping for is joy. And there's only one place to find that. It's not in anything that I wrap up for Christmas. Hey, give, give Abby and Jack and the entire Kaleo Kids turn a hand. Way to go, baby. Yeah, they're amazing. Thank you very much. You. See you later. Unbelievable. I got to watch that now twice. I get to do it two more times today. And it's really incredible what these kids can do. As you, as you probably can imagine, they've been practicing this over and over and over. Their parents and grandparents are all sitting right here. You can breathe right now. But they're coming back later. You're going to get nervous again. But, I mean, it's just tremendous what they're doing. And here, here's what's going on for those of you that don't know. Some of you don't even know. We changed the name. Uh, Kaleo Kids is what we're called this now. And it used to be, anybody know? K-Kids. K-Rock, K-Rock or K-Kids. And that, the reason we changed the name, it's really interesting, is the, the word Kaleo is a Greek word that means to invite. And here's what's really cool about what you ex- experience. This happened at almost all of our campuses, and Kaleo Kids is partnered with a school locally around that campus. Like this campus at Orion, we are partnered with Rogers Elementary in Pontiac. So we bring arts to that school. A lot of their kids are in this program with us. A lot of their families are with us today because we, Kaleo, invite them into a community where we can teach and do arts with them as well, as well as, as you just experienced, teach them things about God. And they've learned some things as young people that we even as adults have a struggle trying to find out where do you find real joy. So it's really cool to, to think that Kaleo Kids is just a big mission or vision of us connecting in our community, the church going into the community to be what? The church. That's what we should do. In fact, the music you just heard is on this CD that you can buy today in the lobby for five bucks. That money does not go to us. It goes to our school partner which is awesome that we can do it. All the songs you just heard today are on there. Some of the songs were written by our own kids. There's another CD out there that we sold uh, several months ago. Every song on there is an original written by one of these kids. It's absolutely amazing what they do and such a joy to be a partner with that. Now, here's the amazing thing. You've already heard some of the truth they're going to teach you, but there's more to come, not just from them, but, but from a couple of other kids in the program. I want to highlight one other thing that you got when you came in. And let me tell you this. This year-end Christmas gift brochure, don't look at it now. You're not going to have time to look at it now, but trust me on this. Please look at it. Today, this week, you name it. This thing is really, really awesome of what Kensington, the church, all of us, all of our campuses are doing in the world and locally and how a year-end gift from you or me makes an impact. In fact, your year-end giving and your giving impacts this very program. In fact, I don't know if you're like me, but on Tuesday... 
I got a bunch of emails about, about uh, Giving Tuesday. Anybody? Did you get a bunch of emails? I bet I got 100 emails. You know, there was Black Friday, and then there was Cyber Monday, and then on Tuesday, all these different charities sent out an email to say, man, as you think about year-end giving, give generously to this. And so this is a, a way for you and I to say, I want to give something that's impactful. I want to do it through Kensington. Now, let me say this. If you're a guest today, a visitor, you're here watching your grandson or granddaughter or a neighbor's kids, don't listen. You don't have to give a dime today, later when I take the offering. You don't. You're just our guest. But this is for Kensington people that, that really believe in this mission. And so here's what we're going to do today. I'm going to show you a video of uh, two girls that I sat down with that are in our Cleo's Kid program from Clinton Township, our Clinton Township campus. And they're going to teach you about joy. We're in a series that we're starting today called The Heart of Christmas. And we're looking at love, peace, and today, joy. You've already heard a little bit about joy. And we're connecting these themes to our global partners, even our, our local partners. Today, joy is connected to the Kaleo Kids School Partnership Ministry. And I sat down with these two girls from our Clinton Township campus, and I tell you what, they blew me away. These young girls, what they taught me, and they're going to teach now all of us about joy. The video is going to start with Steve Andrews talking about how your giving and my giving makes this possible. And then don't check out. Listen in. And I tell you, just like me, you're going to learn something about joy from these girls. Watch this. So do you realize that when you make a year-end Christmas gift to Kensington, you're investing in bringing joy to the world, specifically the kids, thousands of kids spread out all over this region and far beyond. And over the last 13 years, Kaleo Kids has been reaching kids as well as anybody, teaching kids how to meet Jesus Christ through the arts, through singing and dancing and prayer. And today I want you to meet two of our newest friends, Kamaya and Lily. And as you watch their story of joy, remember this, your giving is what made this possible. You're part of this story of what Jesus Christ is doing through Kaleo Kids. I like her personality, I like the way that she makes me laugh. I like her laugh, her crazy little silent laugh. We could just look at each other and in our head and we're thinking something and we would just laugh. Lily is a joy seeker. She just goes around spreading joy and she just, Lily could come around and the whole room would just get brighter. It's like a sister thing, like I consider her my sister. I consider her part of my family. Lily has joy, she knows God. So she just, it doesn't take anything for her to make, to give people joy or for her to have joy. How did you two meet? So we were both in third grade. Yep. It was our first um, year at Kaleo. We went into a large group and we sat next to each other. One of our leaders asked us what we found like joy about. So I said that I found joy in breakfast foods. 
Breakfast and foods? Like what? Like Captain Crunch? Like bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs? And that's how we got our nicknames. <laughs> you have a nickname? What is yes, it? Yes, I'm bacon. I'm eggs. So you, you two became really, really good friends. How? Over, we would rehearse our lines together. We would talk a lot. And then things really started to kick up when we got each other's phone numbers. <laughs> The most weirdest nights, the most weird phone calls. We would talk about what we like on our pizzas. Really? And I'm mad at her because she likes pineapple. And I'm mad at her because she likes mustard on her subs. So tell me what a Kaleo night looks like. So a Kaleo night, we walk in, and Miss Danielle's there all happy and bubbly. She's just like, Lily, come here. And then... Um, I got to see that again. How does she do it? She's like... Lily, Kamaya. <laughs> there's music and there's dance and there's drama, so it's a wide variety of performing arts. So there's some kids who come from the school to Kaleo, and then there's some kids who come from like my church, Kensington. I went to the school, so I'm happy that now everybody has a school partner, so people from different schools can meet different kids. That's how me and Lily met. Now, what do, you, what do you guys like about Kaleo? Kaleo started it all for me, like, everything that I know of, like, meeting Lily and finding that I'm very good at acting and stuff like that. Had you ever done anything like that before? No. no? And you've been in it three years? Yes. And now you're, like, leaders who train the other kids. gone through great, fun, exciting things with Kaleo, and at the same time, you've had hard things happen in your life. Talk about that. So, which one was it? The it fourth was, grade play, when I was the lead and she was the bird. When I was the bird, the day of the play, my mom passed. So I still came to the play, and I was really like... like sensitive? Yeah, sensitive. <laughs> and Lily, she was the only person, like her and Miss Danielle that would like try to cheer me up because like between each performance I was just like a wreck. Did you think about not even performing that day or? It never came to my mind to miss the performance. Like, Why is that? Because I didn't want to let anybody down and I know my mom will have wanted me to perform and make her proud. How did you get through it? Lily. What are you doing here in the middle of the night? Should you be in bed? Well, I was asleep. As you should be at this hour? Well, I was. I thought that, like, this is very unfortunate for her, and I just want to make her feel like she's part of my family and that, like, she can come to me for anything. You've had some hard stuff, too. What are you, what, are you, what kind of hard things you go through? December 22nd, 2014, I was sent to the hospital because I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And that was really hard for me because at that time, like, I had just moved. And the only person I would talk to was, like, Kamaya and my sister about these type of things. 
How does Kamaya help with that? Because you've had to help her. How does she help you? Between my performances, I would have to check my blood sugar to make sure I wasn't dropping or going too high or anything. And either before I, or after I would do it, Kamaya would be like, did you do it yet? Are you hungry? Do you need water? And really? I'll be like, I'm a little thirsty. She'll be like, wait, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And then she'll run, go get her water, and she'll come back. So you two have this contagious laughter and joy. And you both have really hard struggles. So tell me, why are you happy? Where does this joy come from? Well, to me, joy comes from God because God sent Lily to me. God sent my family to me. God gave us Kaleo. He gave us Kaleo. He's just, you know, a big piece, of a puzzle piece in my heart. So, yeah. So tell me what you're learning right now in Kaleo Kids. Joy. The meaning of joy. Really? The difference between a joy seeker and a happiness hunter. Ooh, tell me that. That sounds interesting. So, so <laughs> happiness is a feeling and joy is a choice. Having God's love is gives you joy. God speaks to different people in different ways. And it comes in different shapes and forms. So Lily provides God's love for me. So, and that gives me joy. And Kaleo, when we're all together, I feel like we're all bonding through God because we all know him and we all love him. Where do you go to find joy? Where do you seek it? In God. Prayer. I pray that some days I'll have a better day than the past one sometimes days can be hard. I always pray about my current situation or something that's happened in the past that I want to be better. Like I want to change that. So I go to God and ask for help. Now where do you think you two would be if there was never a Kaleo kids in your we, in we, your life? There would be no bacon and eggs. So how do you eat breakfast without bacon and eggs? It's a really good answer. <laughs> I mean you two might not have ever met. I couldn't imagine. I don't know where would I, I, I don't know how would I got, I don't even know. I feel like I would be a more sad person if I didn't. Yeah, everything would just be like blue. How is it that these two girls have discovered one of life's best kept secrets? That true joy, true fulfillment doesn't come from our circumstances, but it comes from Christ alone. Jesus said that it was for the joy set before him that he endured the cross, showing us that even we, like Kamaya and Lily, can taste joy in the midst of the darkest of times. What if this Christmas we don't just shoot for being happy, but we aim for being joy-filled and recognize that through his birth, his resurrection, and his promise of never leaving or forsaking us, we can actually live lives that overflow with joy. What if joy is nothing more than the overflow of understanding the depth of Christ's love for us? Yeah, he can get out of hand. You know, it, it was interesting for me, and maybe you had the same experience. When I first met Kamaya and Lily, it was in the back of our auditorium. They came over for uh, Orient Midweek back in October, I think. 
and I did like a pre-interview, like, okay, I'm going to meet these cute little girls, they're going to talk about joy, let's see, and I'm like, what are they going to teach me? You know, they're kids. They haven't gone through anything hard in their life anyway, so of course they got joy. They're, they're, they're kids. And then as I started talking to them, first of all, I experienced what you just experienced, like there's this, ex- this overflowing joy. They're just contagious. It's like I'm smiling as I'm talking to them because they're just filled with joy. And again, I'm thinking, well, of course they are. They're kids. They just, they don't know how life can be. They haven't experienced it yet. And then I asked them their story, which you heard. And I'm like, oh my gosh. They've gone through valleys in life way beyond their years. And they still have joy. And so I was learning from them just like you. Like, oh my gosh, they've discovered something most adults never, ever, ever grasp. And they, and they said it. It, it, they've been taught this in Kaleo Kids, and all these kids have been taught this. This is another reason to get your kids in Kaleo Kids, not just for the music and the arts part. It's for the teaching of what they're learning as young people that are often way beyond what we even know as adults. And it was this simple. This is a life principle. They said to us that you, you and I should never forget, and hopefully we can experience this. Happiness is a feeling. Joy is a... Do you hear them? what they say? Joy is a choice. Most adults don't even know that. We, we, we hunt after happiness, which, which is what the Kaleo kids have been learning, that we hunt for happiness. Where? Our circumstances. Every adult has done this. I've done this. We all do this. It's like, man, if I get, you know, the right uh, house, the right car, the right amount of salary, the right uh, signing bonus. Here's what I've done. If I get a Super Bowl ring, then I'll be happy. You know, I don't even talk about Super Bowl anymore. Just a playoff win. You know, and the truth is, and you know this and I know this, I'd be happy for a moment but it wouldn't last. And every kid has discovered this, although sometimes it takes a while, but hopefully we've discovered this. No present under that tree is going to bring you happiness. It's a feeling that'll be there for a moment, but sooner or later that, 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 that gift won't satisfy anymore, and so you need another gift. And so joy isn't something that comes from circumstances. Actually, you can have joy whether your circumstances are good or not. I tell you what, we just finished a few weeks ago a series called The New Rules of Love, Sex, and Dating. Some of you were here. It was a great series. And the the whole premise of that is that we do the same thing with love, sex, and dating. We think that if we find the right person, then we'll be happy, right? There are singles sitting here right now still thinking, if I just get married, then I'll be happy. And all the marriages are thinking, no, 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 that's not it, right? (laughs) Or you're thinking, I just married the wrong person. I get it, right? In fact, in fact, years ago at Christmas, I bought these two gifts. I don't know if you've seen these guys. These are, these, I, I know there's a lot of kids in the audience, so I thought, this is what you want to get your parents for Christmas this year. This is a guy called Mr. Wonderful, and this is called Miss Wonderful, all right? And the reason they're called Mr. Wonderful is because if you push this little thing in their hand, they say exactly what every woman wants from her man. This is what every woman's looking for. There's like 15. I don't even know where it's set up right now, but here's what this Mr. Wonderful will say to you. Let's just... <laughs> Seriously? All right. Mm, you look so beautiful in the morning. <laughs> no, you don't look at all fat in that dress. <laughs> you look fat. Here's one more. Oh, can't your mother stay another week? <laughs> <laughs> and then they came out with, you know, Miss Wonderful. She says if stuff like this. Anything else I can get for you, dear? Don't feel bad, honey. I forgot it was our anniversary, too. <laughs> anyway, here's, here's all you need to know about these two people. Adults, do they exist? 
No, they don't exist. I mean, it's like, I mean, I know some of you are newlyweds. You're like, yeah, he does exist. Just be married for a few weeks. You'll see. They don't exist. They're just, I mean, are there wonderful men and wonderful women? Of course they are. But let me ask the adults, have you figured this out? This isn't the, the, the source of your happiness. It just isn't the source of your happiness. I mean, we think it's a person. We think it's a place. We think it's the amount of money. We think all this stuff. And it's like, oh my gosh, these little children from the mouth of babes we've learned today Joy is optional. You must choose it. It hit me this week to say it that way. It's, like, it's, it's optional. It's like in any and every circumstance, it's either something we choose to find or we don't. And I've known people, and so have you, that have joy when they shouldn't have it. You're like, wait, 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 wait. How do you have joy in this situation? I've been on mission trips overseas with people with kids and families that have absolutely nothing. They have nothing. We leave our, 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 our T-shirts there because it's the only T-shirt they'll ever own. And it hangs on a little nail in the orphanage. That's all their possessions. And they're filled with this joy. And you look at them like, you can't have this joy. And I come back and think, I need a bigger master bathroom to bring me joy. And yet they have joy. Why? They've discovered a secret that these kids have tried to tell us all morning. Joy is optional. It must be chosen. Now, where does that come from? Did you hear Kamaya's answer? Where do you find joy? What did she say? I didn't, and we didn't edit this thing much. It was just like, she just immediately said, in God. What do you mean by that? I think she discovered something I learned. At least I learned the verse from the Bible in college. I became a follower of Christ in college. It's one of the first times I ever started to realize that joy is not going to be found anywhere on this planet, but it's going to be found somewhere else in the joy giver. His name is Jesus. And I was reading the, the Bible really for the first time, and there's a, a book tucked away in our New Testament. It's called the Book of Philippians. Again, I didn't know what a Philippians was. I've been to church my life. I'm like, what's a Philippians? It's a letter to a church in a city named Philippi written by a man named Paul. If you want to know a guy who went through hard times, trust me, I don't have time to get into it because I want to keep this short, but man, he went through some of the worst times ever. In fact, they told him, just shut up. Quit saying that Jesus rose from the dead. If you don't shut up, we will kill you. You know what Paul wrote in the Book of Philippians? to live as Christ, to die as gain. They're like, what? Because you want to kill me? Kill me. I'm going to go be with Jesus. It'd be awesome. But to live, I'm going to, be, I'm going to live in Christ. They're like, okay, that didn't shut him up. They said, okay, you don't quit talking about Jesus. We're going to throw you in jail. And he says, oh, it'd be better for me if I went into jail because then the gospel would go out to the whole world through the guards that I share Christ with. They're like, okay, that didn't face him. This guy had a joy that nobody could understand. Nothing in life could stop it or give it to him. He found it somewhere deeper. And at the end of the book, in Philippians chapter 4, a verse I memorized as a 22-year-old college kid. I've never forgotten. He wrote this. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. There it is. Paul's writing. These people are going through hard times. He says, rejoice, find joy in the Lord. He says, there's where it is. It isn't, you know, something you get from this planet. It's like it's in the joy giver. The one who can give joy is the one who died on the cross, who loves you. We're going to talk about love the next couple of weeks, the, the love of Christmas, the heart of Christmas. It's like that. When you understand how loved you are, there's a joy that's unexplicable. You can't explain it. There's a peace that's unexplainable. There's a love that just radiates in us. Joy, rejoice in the Lord. Notice the next word, always. He's not saying rejoice in the Lord when things are going well. He's saying always good times and bad times. And he says, let me emphasize this. Again, I say rejoice. What? He's reminding us this doesn't just happen. This is something we must choose. 
And let me tell you, if, you, if you're listening to me and you're going, I don't really even know what in the Lord means, come back. That's what we do here. We try to help people understand what would it look like? What would it be to experience a relationship in Jesus? That's what Christmas is all about. That's what the series after Christmas, that's what Wednesday night, you're going to hear Detroit Lions players come in here and talk about the joy they have. And it's not playing football or making money. It's deeper than that. It's in the Lord always when we're nine and two or when we're 0 and 16. There's a joy that you cannot explain that doesn't come from anything in this world. And here's the last little thing that I, that I gathered from Kamaya and Lily. I thought it was so beautiful that they taught me. Joy has a face. And the face is obviously, Kamaya and Lily both said, man, the face of joy is Jesus. But it's also someone else, isn't it? It's Lily. It's Kamaya. They have a community within themselves, their friendship, where they find joy. I said to Kamaya, I said, where, where do you go when you need help? She immediately said, Lily, eggs and bacon. <laughs> So the thought is this, it's like God gives us joy, but he often does it through people. Here's my question for you and me. Do you have an eggs or bacon in your life? I don't know which one's eggs or bacon. They're just, you know, breakfast together. But do you have a friend? Do you have a community that when you're going through a tough time, like Kamaya losing her mom on Kaleo Performance Day, Lily almost missing Christmas being in the hospital because of diabetes, they're like they had each other and they still have each other to walk through. It's like the face of God is seen in the face of a person. And I challenge you, even this Christmas season, to find joy in the Lord, but also in a friend. And if you're sitting here this morning going, nobody's ever reached out to me. I don't have any friends. Here's what I would say to you. You take the first step. Don't be the victim. Don't play that card. There's a friend sitting right here around you. Maybe you don't even know them yet. That's what the church is. It's a community of the face of God where we can support one another. On Monday, Ann and I got in our car to drive home from visiting her parents. Her mom's got dementia for 12 years. Her dad has got bone cancer. And so we got everybody in our family to be in Atlanta with them for Thanksgiving because we thought this may be our last one. So CJ and Robin are there. Austin and Cody. Uh, Austin and uh, Kendall and my two grandkids and, and Cody and Jenna were there. And we started to drive back on Monday and four hours into our drive, we get a phone call from our nephew that said, Dick and Toot, my my uh, father-in-law and his wife were just in a head-on collision and flipped over another car 30 yards and landed. Two broke her neck and sternum. They're both in the hospital. Now, this is several days later, they're in assisted living right now. She's got a brace on her neck to heal her neck, C2, fractured vertebrae. And it's been a hard week. Honestly, it's been a really hard fall because we've been dealing with this all fall as they've needed care from one of the two sons or daughter, Anne's the daughter. And so as we're driving back, we're like, how do you find joy in this? I'll tell you, I already did. In the Lord, with people. Am I happy? No. I'd be lying to say there's a happiness feeling going on in my life right now. It's not that, it's deeper. There's a real joy that I can't explain that's there because we've chosen to put our eyes in the Lord and through a community of people that are coming around us to help us experience joy that everybody wants and nobody knows where to find. And these kids just told us. Kids just told us. Happiness is a feeling. Joy is a choice. Let me ask you, what are you going to choose this Christmas? Seriously, if we really were honest, if somebody said, what do you want for Christmas this year? We really would say joy. I would love joy. 
And I've just told you, actually, they've just told you, it's found one place in the Lord. How's he do that? Through Jesus and through others. And so my wish for you this Christmas is that we would all find joy in the Lord. Always, again, I say, rejoice. So here's what's going to happen. The kids are going to come back out, and they're going to sing a song that I invite you to sing with them. The words will be up there. You know the words. Joy to the world. What a beautiful Christmas carol. They're going to sort of lead us in that. If you want to sing it with them, you can definitely do that. If you just want to listen to them, do that. But we're going to take our offering during this song. And let me say this. Again, if you're a visitor, you're our guest today. You don't have to give. But man, if Kensington's your home, think about year-end giving. That's what Ann and I are doing as we give a year-end gift. But also think that your giving does this. Your giving brings joy to the world through a place called Kensington who has fingers out there in so many places. We bless the world because you and I give. So with no apology, I say, let's give with joy and let's sing about joy to the world and, where, and knowing where it comes from.
back. And this term in Galeo, we learned what it means to be a joy seeker. We were also challenged to learn to memorize a memory verse. My friend, Allegra, is going to share So do you. We're, my friends are going to share that with you on how God uh, gave them joy and how they sought joy through their hard, rough times. Um, I used to live in Mexico when I had to move over here, and it was hard to look for joy. a superpower to feel what you want to feel, but you can always feel joy because God lives in your heart. Hi, my name is Griffin, and one time in Kalea, we talked about going in our community and spreading joy, and I did this by playing my yearly piano recital at a senior citizen home close to me, and it made me be really happy to play for all those brave men and women that served our country. children said now we're going to sing a Kensington original written by a former Kaleo student Lena Richardson
Give it up, give it up for him, all right. Way to go. Way to go. I think I need one of these. Care about this? What do you think? There's a little joy for you right there, baby. Huh? Let's go, baby. All right, here you go, here you go. They were so cute. I was watching some of you. It was unbelievable, some of the moves you were doing. You've been watching my dance video, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, you can get that on Amazon. Anyway, so glad you're here. These kids are awesome. But, you know, I tell you what, they really did teach us something, didn't they? They really did. You can be a happiness hunter and you'll never really find it fully. Or you can be a joy seeker and you can find it in the Lord always and in a face. And let me say this. As you go out, grab some Christmas invites, invite somebody back. Come back Wednesday night. Bring somebody with you for Lions Night here, which will be great. But some of you right now is like, man, I don't know if I can access that kind of joy. I'll tell you what the joy, the face of joy looks like for you. Somebody up here on our prayer team may be able to pray with you and just help you release something that's taken joy away and point you to the one who brings joy. So maybe some of you want to come up and pray with somebody. Otherwise, we'll see you in the lobby. Go get the Kaleo Kids CD, pick up the invites. And by the way, you can sign up your kids for the next Kaleo Kids session. That's at the lobby as well at the table. So if you want your kids to be in the next one, go sign up for well. God bless you. Have a great week. We'll see you Wednesday night. Bye-bye.